Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Uh, New Gen Ventures, short one today. I uh, got a showing of the uh, the mansion here, the mansion I'm building. Uh, so hopefully I won't be, my castle will be abandoned like New Gen Castle in Ireland pretty soon if I'm lucky. So uh, wish me luck, those of you who pray and consider this prayer worthy, which is probably a very small subset of the audience. But anyway, um, just a quick hit here because I was debating on Facebook, as I told you yesterday. And sometimes, the reason I do this, I don't know, I'm, you know, I don't know why I do it. So who knows why? Fish gotta swim, you know. But uh, it does give me an opportunity to get some thoughts and opinions and theories out of my head and onto paper. And as a result of that, sometimes you realize something that you might not have. One of the good things about writing things down is that you kind of have to think it through to write the sentence. And as you're writing the sentence, you say to yourself, wait a minute, there's a gaping hole in my argument. So uh, that's what I found out today about D.C. statehood. You know, uh, the District of Columbia was created so that you got around the problem of the capital of the country being under the sovereignty of one of its own states. Because, you know, the, the, the obviously in the hierarchy, federal government has authority of one sort or the other over, over the states. Not as much as it would like. But uh, because it is the United States, you know, it's uh, the states came together and formed a country. It's not like the country formed states. So uh, there's that federal concept, that federation concept, which is why it's hard to get things done in Washington, primarily. So uh, I actually didn't know this, but the the Congress, I believe just this, well, yeah, the Congress can unilaterally, without amending the Constitution or anything, uh, change the size of the District of Columbia and leave it alone and narrow it down to, like, the Vatican, let's say, in Rome, a very small area, and then make the rest of the district a new state. They can do that. They don't have to get, get it through the states or amend the Constitution or anything. Now, the Supreme Court might knock that down, but uh, it's kind of hard to do. And there's, there's been a bill in Congress since 1991, perpetually introduced by the delegate from... They don't get a representative, they get a delegate. So, you know, a lot of people aren't represented. So the way to do this and get around this without forming another state would be obviously to cede the rest of that territory to Maryland to Virginia. And then they would be represented, and maybe maybe they pick up another another house seat because of the population. Maybe they wouldn't, but you know the Republicans may want to counter with that. Uh, the Democrats though will want to do that to get two more locked in. I mean locked in seats, perpetually locked in. And the other thing they can do is make Puerto Rico a state, which Puerto Rico, depending on what day it is, sometimes they want it, sometimes they don't. You know, if I were the Republicans, I'd grant them independence, you know. But um, 
it basic since the thirties, Puerto Rico's basically been a, a ward of the federal government, you know. So uh so what you could see is a uh, you know, four new senators that are perpetually blue. And if that's the case, then uh there's some pretty radical implications. Now the Democrats would have to cast aside the filibuster which I think they're going to do. I mean, the tempo of the times is, the temper of the times, rather, is, is very much in that direction after this assault on the Capitol. You know, you could make a decent argument that the Democrats certainly can't trust the Republicans anymore if you're going to call in, you know, a mob on them. So uh, I think this may end up, I mean, you've got AOC calling Ted Cruz an attempted murder. So that's where we're at. And uh, so if they drop the filibuster, there's no way the Republicans can stop it. You get four Democratic senators. So the Senate basically becomes perma-blue, you know, absent some unforeseeable change in American body politic and demographic trends. So then, you know, the downside uh, might have, you know, I hadn't thought this through, but let's say that somehow, and it's, you know, it's always possible that the White House goes back to, uh, to red and you get a GOP president. And let's say you get a GOP House of Representatives. Well, the Senate, they'll never get the Senate back. I mean, absent some really, really dramatic changes. So under a Democratic, uh, a blue sweep of all three bodies of government, they can do what, Democrats can do whatever they want, and they can pay for it under modern monetary theory. So the money isn't a problem. They don't have to tax to get the money. The politics aren't a problem. And then if things flip back, you know, they'll never lose the Senate, arguably. And so they can obstruct any changes to what they've done when they have the majority, almost permanently. Now, that creates, uh, you know, if things work out for them and people love it, they love the socialist turn, then it's not a problem. But if there's a real big backlash, and we can see that that happens, I mean, there's lots of people who don't like that direction for whatever reason, and they can never change it, that gets pretty unstable. So I don't know if wiser heads will prevail and realize that, but that's the big, big Rubicon that was crossed in January. When you start using non, when you abandon nonviolent politics and start to use a, a violent uh, uh, degeneration, you know, that changes the game. And if, if the other side reacts by monopolizing power, and there's no way to change anything other than violence, then, you know, that gets pretty scary. So anyway, maybe it won't come to that, but uh, we'll see what happens. But if they ever do, if they do do that Senate maneuver, that's a that's a big, big thing. And I didn't realize it's it could be a simple majority vote of the Senate. I thought there was some constraint. Uh, but if they drop the filibuster, there really isn't. They can pass a rule under which it's a majority vote and they can win that. So, and then, boy, is that going to upset the the people in the 
on the right, especially the far right, because like you know they may not be the people, Proud Boys and such may not be the brightest tools in the kit, but they can figure that out. So and if they can't, you know somebody will tell them. Probably somebody from Florida. So anyway, so that's it for today. Um, you know, I just that just occurred to me, and I got a boogie here because I got to get ready for my hopefully new owners of this house. But uh, I wanted to share that. So live long, prosper, uh, watch watch the skies, and uh, stay safe. Wear your mask. Bye-bye.